The Pod Bay Door, a Las Vegas podcast. And the free show, and really what it was, was, of course, it was homing pigeons or something, and they yeah. released them from the tower. Yeah. But we would have people come to the desk asking when they let the ducks out in the casino. <laughs> Wins Properties, they always had very, very organized openings where everything was open. Mm-hmm. When he opened, the hotel was open. Mm-hmm. And when we opened the Venetian, or I should say we didn't actually do it, we were just there for the... <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> we were this, the poor bastards at the gate. Yeah. So season five, John. Season five, wow. I know it's it's crazy. It's like Breaking Bad or something. All right, our uh, our downloads are doing well. We get new people all the time, which Good. is it's really really nice. Um, in fact, at the end of the show here, I've got uh, uh, a couple of questions for us. Controversial okay. questions. Oh, good. Did anybody yeah. call us an asshole? No, no. no. These are right. these are informational. Okay. No, no. Uh, Gal Gal Gadot problems. Although, what a giant failure Wonder Woman was. Oh, huh? yeah. Was it, the movie sucked. It was not good. It wasn't good. You know, I mean, I enjoy all films. Uh, I, I really do. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge film buff and watcher. Uh, but um, the quality of film that I expect now from a superhero film, yeah. you know, when I'm in the mood for it, uh, wow. It was, it, was, um, it was silly. Well, the first fifteen, you know, the first part, the race yeah. part, that was pretty. That was I okay. enjoyed that. With the I enjoyed girl. that. The little girl, the little Wonder Woman, yeah, little Wonder Woman, <laughs> and then after that, it just took a nosedive. I thought and there were the two scenes. Yeah, I agree, totally agree with that. There were two scenes I I thought were good. Um, one was uh, that one, and the other one was when she um, basically had to push away and say goodbye to Chris Pine's character. Yeah, yeah. that was great. And uh, and and the movie was way too long. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, and she looks great in that in that skimpy little outfit, but that's oh, not sure. enough. It's that's just not, not enough. enough. No, it's no, not enough. Um, good to see Linda. Did you did you see the end credit uh, credit scene with Linda Carter? Yes, I did. Oh, good to see that. Yes, because she's Wonder Woman. Yes, she is. That's she's all, the real that's, one. That's the way it is. Yeah, she still looks. I mean, for her age, I mean, I guess she's in her seventies. Yeah, yeah, has to be. Yeah, you know, I was surprised. I saw that Tanya Roberts had had died, passed away. Oh, and I know. what surprised me was because I remember when she was on Charlie's Angels, yes. and I was just a teenager. Yes, and she's only a couple years older than me. I just assumed that you know, like Farrah Fawcett and the others, they were more like ten years older than me. Yeah, yeah, which would have made her you know early seventies. But no, no, she was in a movie. If I'm not mistaken, she was in one of the classic films that I enjoyed as a kid, Beastmaster, with Mark. Oh. Singer, I believe his name was. Um, and terrible film. Yeah. Just awful. But uh, one of those guilty pleasures. Um, so so uh, we're going to do the history of. History of. History of. And it's going to be a series. Uh, may not be in a row, uh, but uh, we're, we're definitely going to open up season five uh, with the history of. And I thought with all the... Uh, happenings here in vegas in in the in the in the last few weeks especially one that affected us directly yeah uh we would start with the history of our alma mater the venetian yeah of course sheldon adelson uh was the owner uh his his estate of course and family are still the owner yeah uh but he has passed away um in the financial world, it was a big deal. Uh, you know, he did make uh, inroads and giant steps in Las Vegas. Um, uh, some positive, some not so much. 
so he was, whether you liked him or not, I, I do think he I was an influencer. Yeah. Uh, but with the, 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 the correct usage of the word, uh, he, he very much changed the landscape of Las Vegas when it was changing back in the day. Uh, he's now gone. Uh, Rob Goldstein. Yeah. Whom you and I have... Uh, yeah, he was a good guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, we weren't friends, of course, but we met him many times. Yeah. Uh, he was always a very cordial individual. I think he's... Uh, I, I, he, he showed to me when we were having difficulties in our department back in the day uh, that, that he, he was able to, you know, assist with that type of situation. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Kind of like we'll see with Sleepy. Yeah, old, yeah. Old Joe. We'll see how Joe does. We'll oh, see yeah. how Rob does. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, so I'm going to start with some some things you can find about the Venetian's history. And yeah. then you and I will infuse uh, some of the things that um, uh, people don't know. Yeah. Uh, now, some of the things that are, are public record, uh, uh, I am ashamed to say after all these years, I don't even, I either don't remember or didn't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Venetian Hotel, of yeah. course, is located on Las Vegas Boulevard. It's on the Las Vegas Strip, um, and it resides in Paradise, Nevada. Yeah. Um, and it's on the old Sands property. Yep. It was designed by a company called Kling Stubbins, mm. uh, who are still running today. Uh, but uh, they were uh, they are very respected architectural firm. Yeah. Yeah, well, they did a really yeah. good job. I have to give them credit. Its original measurements, which may have changed a little bit, but we're talking just the Venetian Tower yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Thirty-six stories. Yep. Four hundred and seventy-five feet or one hundred and forty-five meters. Uh, and uh, the the we'll get to the room stats in a minute because they actually combine the Venetian into a complex to yeah. then give it the the second largest hotel in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's fair. No, I don't know if that is either. Now, I think it should be a the, single building. The other thing was, and it always was curious to me, because, you know, there were when we first opened, they had, they had 3,036 rooms. That was just drilled into my head. I'll never forget that yeah. number. Yeah. And I know they expanded it afterwards. They added like 1,000 yes. rooms after I left, but while you were Correct. still there. Yes. But, and we know that there were 36 floors, but there wasn't the 13th. I mean, there is a 13th floor, but they called it the 14th because they just skipped that. So does that mean there's really only 35 floors, stories? You know, you know? I know I'm not sure how yeah. they calculate it. Yeah. Uh, uh, it doesn't and really... And of course, they had a, maybe a basement or, yes. or the lower level where Correct. they had the sands, yeah. kind of, or the convention center. The, the, the yeah. more, you know, yeah. maybe that would count it as one. So, so these are, no, are in no in particular order. Uh, it's owned by the uh, Las Vegas Sands Corporation, yeah, uh, which is uh, which is sort of a catch-all uh, for uh, the parent of the Venetian as well. Yeah, uh, uh, it opened. You remember when it opened? May fifth, I think, or seventh, nineteen ninety-nine. Third. Was they, it May third? They, they quote it May third. Okay, and it, that would make it twenty-one years, John. Yeah, May. Man, I, I, I knew it was early May, and I knew that the date kept changing. Yes. And we had what they called a soft opening, yeah. which meant it was a shitty opening. Yes. Now, compared to Steve Wynn's properties, they always had very, very organized openings where everything was open. Mm -hmm. When he opened the hotel, it was open. Mm -hmm. And when we opened the Venetian, or I should say we didn't actually do it, we were just there for the... <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we were the poor bastards at the gate. Yes. Um, the shops were not open on the second floor. 
most of the rooms had not been tested, meaning that they didn't know if the toilets flushed properly and what have you. Right. They didn't even have, if you remember, Sophia Loren came for the opening. Yes. And she couldn't even stay in the hotel because the fire marshal hadn't approved it. She had to stay at the Mirage, which was Steve Wynn's property. So right. there was a point for him. I had also heard that was more of a choice of, of hers as well. So, oh, is that right? Yeah, that, 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 that she, it was a mutual decision I to see. not stay at the Venetian that day. <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah. And also, of course, you know, the Mirage had the bungalows. They yes. they had that which we didn't have anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean we opened with with the One cheesecake restaurant. factory, which was two the, restaurants actually. Yep, and two. we had Delmonico's, yes. Del right? Monica. Yeah. We so we had the high end Emerald Lagasse restaurant, mm. and we had the Grand Lux Cafe, I think it was yes. called. Maybe it's still called that, and that was it is. that was owned it by is. the Cheesecake Factory, which is fine for everyday stuff. But yes. people coming in for these fifteen restaurants, well. Uh, 16 restaurants well 15 of them aren't open right? right yeah yeah it was always fun for you and i in fact you and i were on the front line literally yeah. we were the ones yeah. out front uh when when they opened the doors when yeah. they finally got their certificate of occupancy and yeah. the doors flew open yeah uh and uh we were the ones that had to say about the two restaurants yeah and uh, yes, Delmonico is open, and no, you can't get in. We had to. Yeah. Say, it was no, you can't get in. We, we. I, I don't believe I booked a single person into no, that restaurant. No. Yeah. No. So, so okay. So May third, nineteen ninety nine. Twenty one years. Uh, its theme, of course, is Venice, yeah. Italy. Uh, uh, gaming space is one hundred and twenty of that of the Venetian now. Yeah. Of, uh, is one hundred and twenty thousand square feet. Yeah. Rooms now. Now this is where it changes. It's also very much known for the Grand Canal shots, which we'll discuss in a moment. Uh, now, to get the second largest hotel in the world. Yeah. First being the sister property in Macau. Yeah. Oh, is that bigger now? Yeah. Yeah, that's the number one. Wow. It, it, it's going to change in yeah. 21 yeah. a lot, though. Uh, uh, to get number the second largest, they include the Palazzo and yeah. Venezia. This, and and they, they quote their rooms as 4,000... 49 rooms, 3,068 suites. Okay. So that's so so combined that's 7,000? Yes. Over 7,000 because we know that the MGM was over 5,000. Right. They counted broom closets or something like that. <laughs> right, or there exactly. was or or it was the Oriental Hotel in Bangkok had been the largest. And yes. I've been to that hotel too. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's a really nice hotel. Yeah. Now, uh, it was announced in April of 1996 yeah. that this that this project was was a go. Yeah. In November of 96, uh, the Sands was imploded. Yeah. And in April of 97, and then in 99, you and I imploded. <laughs> yes. In April of 97, there was the groundbreaking, and then they opened May 3rd. Yeah. Uh, the total cost of the Venetian. Now, at the time, it was only the Venetian. Right. Uh, was 1.5 billion. billion. Yes, I yes. know it was north of a billion. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then in 2003, yeah, that's the, when the, the when Venezia they, opened yep. with a. Thousand, oh, is that what they called it? Yes. They, they, yeah, I just knew it as the tower, the new tower. Yes. And then I left when the, the Venezia yeah, tower I escaped. Uh, opened with 1,013 rooms. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So that was included in their count. Yeah. Which I I, I think that's cheating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They cheat. It's Las Vegas, right? I mean. Now here we get into the controversial stuff, but uh, uh, back to the opening. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, we've talked about this a, a couple of times on the podcast, but but if anyone is, ha, out there has ever uh, opened something, I mean a business, yeah, uh, that has a brick and mortar, basically, yeah, um, it is it is exciting. And to, so basically, May third, twelve weeks prior to May third. We were hired and started our training. 
And and if anybody wants to know what casino or hotel training is like, it is the most haphazard, yeah, wild kind of fun, yeah, thing that they that make it up as they go along. They make it up as you go along. Um, uh, most of us were hired because of certain traits of ours. Um, uh, our yeah, we were kind of like the uh, like the X Men. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. The mod squad, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, no, very few of us, I think maybe two, had any concierge bell no. direct you know, uh, uh, background. Yeah. Uh, I certainly didn't. No, no, no. But you could tell because, okay, well, you yeah. know, I know why they're hiring me. You know, I mean, I spoke Japanese and I was the oldest yeah. one. Yeah. So they wanted to stick me out there because Adelson liked old concierge. Yeah. Yes, and, I, and, and I said, well, I see why they're hiring her because she's got big tits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, we, we spent 12 weeks in the basement of the Venetia. Yeah. Uh, during which time we, we were actually given uh, the opportunity uh, both for a professional reason and because it was very nice to, to go around and look. Uh, we were given hard hat tours. We, yeah, we were, yeah. we were, we had to wear boots and, and hard hats, and we took a tour of the Venetian as it was being built. And quite honestly, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was so fun to see that, uh, and amazing. It, it, you know, I would have bet money that the last time we took a hard hat tour, I said, "There's no way they're going to be ready." Yeah. Sure enough, I mean, they they flipped those suckers around. Now, yeah. not to say there wasn't a lot of blue tape everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and yeah, there were certain things were open, other things weren't. You know, yeah. I said the second floor it looked looked the the canal shops, right? And you know, I said that wasn't ready at all, and there's still wheelbarrows and, and yeah. stuff like that on the day that we opened, right? And right. there really wasn't much there, and uh, you know, there was the casino. They had to get that open to start drawing in money. Sure. And then sure. little by little, and then they would get pissed at us when they opened the shop, and the guy would come down. You didn't tell anybody my shoe store is open. Well, we didn't know it was open. Yeah. And nobody came asking me where can I buy four hundred a pair of four hundred dollar sandals. Yeah. You know. I know it, it's uh, uh, it, it was a very uh, like I like I tell people all the time it was professionally it was the most unique thing I've ever done. Yeah. Um, I met some wonderful people. I met some uh, decidedly not wonderful people. Yeah. Um, and uh, it it I, I would say that it gave me a taste for what the hospitality industry really is. Yeah. And when I say that, I mean hotels. Yeah, gaming is a little different. Yeah, um, it it affected us, but to a point, it was mainly the hotel and the hospitality. Um, and uh, don't kid yourself; it's it's anything from hospitable. It is a uh, very uh, difficult uh, job. You know, and the thing was, we spent twelve weeks or however long we were down there in the yeah. basement. Yeah. And and some of the stuff, like we said, it was haphazard. But not, really, honestly, nothing prepared us for what happened. No. We would have these, you know, we would have the role plays and the scenarios. Yeah. And no matter how much somebody tries to pretend that they're the the bitchy hotel guest, you still look at them and say, "That's my colleague." Yeah. You know, I know that right. we're pretending, but the, no, no, no. The, the, and the stuff that they came up with to, to argue about or to complain about yeah. you know you just couldn't make this up right. you know you know you come down the front desk the front desk really had it even worse than we did yes because they would come are you the p person i complained to i said no the front desk because they would come down there with a with a ball of tissue paper and a toenail on the top say yeah. i found this under the bed anything to get 50 bucks off their bill yeah you yeah. know and i told the hotel manager once i said why do you do that well i don't want to bother with that. I said, yeah, but now they encourage everybody else to do it. Yeah. You know, there, there's a, there's a, you know, a booger on the nightstand yeah. and, oh, I, uh, 
you know, I can't, oh, I, the, the pain, the pain. <laughs> so here, here's 50 bucks. Oh, okay, I feel much better now. Yeah, Thank now you. Yeah, better. Uh, yeah, it, most of the things that people, uh, the, I'm not saying the job was hard. It was, yeah. it was not a difficult job. It, but the uh, atmosphere and the job requirements were hard on you. It yeah. Is, it, is a, it is an oppressive job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any job, any job in hospitality. Yeah, and you know, it, it, to me, it reminded me, you know, it's, it's, an, old, it's an old metaphor of, of people comparing something new to driving, right? When you're first learning to drive, you're sweaty, you're nervous. <laughs> right. You got two hands on the steering wheel and you're clutching it and you're trying to remember everything. Okay, look in the rear view mirror. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, I want to change lanes. What do I do first? Okay, I signal to look over my show. Okay, it's clear. Now I move. And then it becomes, of course, it becomes automatic to the point where you can drive for 100 miles and not and, and not even realize you've gone anywhere because your mind is elsewhere. And that's how this job was, right? Because it was so repetitive. Once we got the, the process down, well, we do this and then I do that. And then to the point where, okay, what restaurant do you want? Where can I get into? Well, there's Smith and Walensky. Let me call them. And, and I didn't have to look up the number because I just knew it off the top of my head. Right. Right. And boom, 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 that boom. Was, that was nice. That was a nice part that we had all that, uh, yes. you know, it locked in our yes, head. Yes, we had that, and then it goes into the into the into the uh, system they had there. The whatever they called it, great. We called it the grade eight. Grade eight. Yeah, yeah. It would go in the system, <laughs> or you'd write it out on a card. Because remember, before that, we even had note cards. We had note cards. Yeah. Yeah. When we first started, we didn't even have electronics because <laughs> we didn't have internet at the desk. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to fight for that and they didn't want to give it to us because they were right. so afraid we we're going to be looking at porn. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, we did, but you know, that was only when we weren't busy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Accidental. That's fine. That was, uh, yeah, yeah, that was it. But, uh, okay. Now we continue with some, uh, with some numbers. We love the numbers here at the, yeah. at the pod bay. Um, in 2000, now these are some, some things that are, are uh, some of, I knew one, this one coming up. Yeah. I knew one. In 2004, the Venetian or the Sands uh, paid a one million dollar fine mm. for what came uh, for what was uh, found out to be a rigged slot game. Yeah, yeah. Mike French took the fall Mike for that. Mike French. Yeah. Yes, it was a gentleman by the name of Mike French, and uh, he, he was an, an an unpleasant fellow. <laughs> yeah, and he was a vice president at that time of, of, gaming, of gaming, right? Of gaming. Yes. And then you know, I looked him up. I googled him not long ago. Yeah. Well, long ago, a few years ago. Yeah. And where was he? Vice president of gaming at Macau, there you go. Venetian. There you so go. They, that's it. They yes. fire him from one job and hire him with the next. Is, so that's yeah. a bunch of bullshit. Uh, but the you know, the situ- if you don't know it, uh, and so a lot of people here in Vegas don't know it, um, uh, slot machines often have what are called carousels, and those carousels are either um, uh, just slot machines. They have slot machines with uh, that that will uh, uh, constantly add money to a pot. Uh, and then there are ones where there you can win a car. Yeah. And this have, had to do with a Mercedes that was suddenly won uh, uh, by one of the high rollers of the Venetian. Yeah, guy from Hong Kong. Guy I from think. Hong Kong. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, somewhere down the line, somebody you know blew the whistle. Blew the whistle, and uh, they they paid that to the gaming commission. So one million dollars. Yeah, because yeah, they rigged it so that guy could win because he had. I mean, as if this guy, with the amount of money that he was that he was playing with, mm-hmm. as as if he needed another car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, now the ne- next uh, uh, point of note: uh, 2010, the Venetian became associated. This is the only word I could find in three different articles. All right. With the Intercontinental Hotel Group. Now, I've stayed in Intercontinentals. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't, I cannot find 
anything listed in their corporate charter uh, about a relationship, but they're associated with them in 2010. See. Yes. It kind of sounds like one of those airline alliances, like you, you got a flight on American Airlines. It's actually right. a Japan airline plane you're getting <laughs> right. on, yeah. and all the staff is paid by Japan Airlines, but it's American Airlines. Yeah, 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 I get that. Uh, and a year later, 2010, the, they opened up the Cantor, C-A-N-T-O-R, sports book. Um, it was the first of its kind. Actually, it was the first 24-hour sports book. Oh, is that right? I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah, that either. Yeah. It was, it was um, nicely laid out. Uh, I wouldn't say it was more accessible maybe than Caesars. Caesars is a great book. Yeah. Uh, but it was nice. It was nice. Uh, a year later, they started the Carnivale, which um, uh, was a celebration throughout the hotel. If you remember, that's when they started uh, um, in, in earnest. Uh, the singers, the acrobats. Yeah. And uh, it was hotel-wide, plus a three... I don't remember this. A 3D projection... On the clock tower. Hmm. I don't remember that. Either. I don't remember that. What, at what all. year was that? 2012. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, we didn't work there, but but we lived. There. I don't yeah. remember doing that. But I do remember it, for a very short time they had the pigeon show and the free show and really what it was was of course it was homing pigeons or something and they yeah. released them from the tower. Yeah. But we would have people come to the desk. Asking when they let the ducks out in the casino. <laughs> That's great. That's what you want is a flock of birds yeah. flying over over the table games, yep. dropping dropping bird turds all over the felt. Right? They were marketed as doves. They were actually <laughs> pigeons, and people asked for ducks. Yes. Yeah, and of course they released them in the hotel. Yes, and this they, was before Duck Dynasty, yes. right? This was yeah. yeah. And what's funny is is you know it's interesting people thought that because in many cultures and communities a bird in a building is extremely bad luck. Yeah. And in some cultures yes, yes. it means that there's there's going to be a death. Death. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that that's a bad. I mean, particularly you know we all know about the or we've heard the stories about the MGM having to redo the front. Yeah, uh, the hotel because yeah. of it. So particularly with Asian cultures, mm -hmm. you know, we saw this. This is it. And Asian cultures, a lot of them, like the Chinese, like to gamble. Those are the ones that come over yes. um, from Hong Kong, where have you? So they wanted to appeal to the Asian uh, players, yeah. and they didn't want to come in the, the mouth of the lion. Right. Right. You know, oh yeah, just, that was a huge change. Yeah. yeah, it was a nice change. The new line was is far better, obviously. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah okay. there are certain other things. You know, having lived in in Japan, you yeah. know, they have their own superstitions. Um, you know, you never take the chopsticks and, and stick them in the in the rice bowl. Yeah, that no, one even ever I do it. Yeah. Do that in a restaurant with Japanese just to watch their reaction <laughs> and see what happens. I it's might, just I like, oh do. my god, because you see when they when somebody dies and they're cremated, right. this is pretty gruesome. Yeah. Um, but they they pass the bones by to the family members around the table with chopsticks. Oh. That's the other thing you don't do ever. Don't, I mean, if you're ever in a res restaurant and you pick something up, fish or something. Uh -huh. Oh, you want to taste it? Don't hand it chopsticks. Chopstick to chopstick. Okay. No, because of okay. that whole idea of passing the dead bones around. I see. And they come around, and then at the final end, when they've got the thing there, they stick the 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 hashi, the chopsticks into the pile of ashes and stuff. So. Oh my. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. And that that makes it very clear. No. So a year after the Carnival, we yeah. have 2013. Another little uh, brush with the law. Oh. Uh, the DOJ. Nice. Find the Venetian. And found enough evidence to do so, forty-seven point four million Ooh. for money laundering. Nice, yeah. really. Yes. Even you know they were so uptight about things. We oh, used to say in the it. old days, of course, money laundering was pretty easy. I understand why the good old days when Las Vegas pretty much had its own 
currency, right? Yeah. I mean, you could use a chip. You could take a, a gaming chip and, and use it at the supermarket. They right. accepted it. Right. And uh, you could go to, I mean, the Bellagio, obviously, and the Venetian weren't around back in the day, right. in the old day. But you could go take a chip from, if it were today, the Bellagio and yeah. spend it freely, put it on the table at the Venetian. It was... Yeah, they were called the foreign time. chips, foreign yeah, checks. But yeah. But they, they yeah. accepted. But not, not now. No. So uh, where, how are they laundering the money? Uh, they, well, it, it it I think it was a bookkeeping. It was just shoddy bookkeeping. Yeah. But at the same time, we 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 all know, you know, the yeah. the, <laughs> the the owners of it. Um, uh, it had to do with um, uh, transfer of funds that were in in congruous to the money laundering laws out of country. Oh. Beyond that, uh, uh, it it, uh, uh, it yeah. was too much to legalese to le- read through. And I had read, I had read um, in a book on um, a, a book written by a Japanese journalist. Actually, I, 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 he wasn't a Japanese; he was an American guy, but he lived in Japan a long time. I think he was half Japanese, right. and he was, you know, but he wrote for one of the newspapers. And there was this, you know, one of the stories of of a yakuza who would la- who would launder money through the MGM because mm-hmm. he would go over there and play mm-hmm. and gamble, and then he would take money out and put it in. Well, it was all it was all black market money. Mm. You know that he was that he was putting on deposit at the right. MGM, and then he was laundering it that way. Well, uh, okay, so that's that's the that's the fun stuff. I didn't yeah. know the money laundering part. Uh, yeah. I knew uh, obviously the uh, slot game uh, misstep. Yeah, uh, but back to the yeah. uh, Venetian itself. People always ask us. No, um, oh, pardon me. Uh, what um, what parts of Venice do they do they recreate? So I made yeah. a, I made a small list. This is not complete, but it's a yeah. small list. And and pardon my pronunciation, but we have the uh, the inside the Venetian or outside the Venetian or inside the Grand Canal shops. These all will appear yeah. in one way or another. Uh, and uh, one's, one that's not mentioned is the Doge Palace entrance, yeah. which is most notably outside on Las Vegas Boulevard. You just, it's right there. Yeah. Um, uh, also near the Rialto Bridge. Which yeah. Is and, and the other trivia that, you know, if it was the, was that the marble used in the Venetian and the floors and the columns were taken out of the same quarry in Italy that right. was used to make the original Doge Palace in Venice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was one of the things we that, w- that was drilled in, into us. Yes. Many Many times, yeah, uh, and also not mentioned on my list. I remember is the uh, the Bridge of Sighs. Yes, Bridge of Sighs um, was there, which was in 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 Italy. Um, it's also between two buildings, uh, but uh, it's a very unremarkable situation. The only reason it's remarkable is because there's so many people yeah. there to see it. But it's just it's a little tiny bridge yeah. where where prisoners would go across yeah. uh, to their to their demise. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, they, they would uh, one would say they would sigh through the bars as their lives were soon to be taken. Yeah. Um, but here's here's what's there. The Palazzo. It's Ducam- also the title of a really good Robin Trower album. Yes. Bridge of size, just throwing yeah, that that's out true. there. Yeah. Uh, so we have the Palazzo Ducale, yeah. the Piazza San Marco, yep. the Piazzetta di San Marco, yeah. the Lion of Venice, which is the lion on top of the tower right. at St. Mark's Square, yep. uh, St. Mark's Campanile, which is St. Mark's Square, yeah. uh, the Rialto Bridge, as we mentioned, and our, fa- our favorite, uh, which was right in front of us for oh, so many years, 
The armillary <laughs> sphere. Yeah, that's right. In the fountain. In the fountain, uh, <laughs> where people stole the money, yeah. peed in the fountain, Puked threw in up the in the fountain, fountain. Yeah. and then the woman <laughs> and got in the fountain. Yeah, and sometimes they took. I remember there was a Michael Jackson uh, documentary or something, and he was in front of it. Yes, yes, and they took exactly. his picture when he was there, and. Now, um, a few special attractions that happened in October of, of uh, 2001, I didn't remember this year, uh, is when the Guggenheim uh, was installed oh, yes. in the left side of the entrance of the Venetian. Yeah, they um, had one exhibit. <laughs> they had one exhibit, yeah. Um, and then skipping way ahead, 14 yeah. years, uh, 2015, uh, we, uh, in the Grand Canal shops, we uh, welcomed Tao which claimed to have a $50 million revenue first year. I wow. kind of doubt that. Tao went in before Tao, wasn't it the Warner Brothers yes. family restaurant yes, or Warner something Brothers, exact, like no, that? No, exactly it. Yeah. Uh, and then the next thing that's going to happen is the MSO Sphere, uh, which is a multi-level yeah. uh, uh, entertainment complex. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of be like the, I, I guess, is it going to be as big as the T-Mobile? Uh, no. No, I don't think I'll see 12,000, no, no, but no. maybe six or eight. Yeah, million? something like that. Yeah. Uh, we've yet to see any numbers yeah, it, because they had to suspend everything. Yeah, it's funny, you know, when the Venetian opened, as, as, as opulent as it was, it was still missing things that people expected, yes. like a good show. That's that's our next subject. Okay, yes, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah because, it, because it really didn't have anything. And then they they got high culture, right? And they after we <laughs> left, or at least after I left, and they had friends of the opera. Yes. I think yes. probably after you left too, because I saw it after I moved back here. Uh, Were you already uh, there? Uh, well, let's here. Let's yep. let's start. Uh, we opened uh, in two thousand five. We welcomed the Blue Man Group. Yeah, and then in uh, that was after my time. Before that, we had we had Andrew Dice Clay, Andrew Dice Clay, Melinda, First Lady of Magic. Well, yes, and and the <laughs> and Charo and Charo. <laughs> yes, um, uh, but in two thousand five, we had uh, the Blue Man Group. Yep. Uh, uh, they left in 2012. Okay, long, long and went to the Monte Carlo. Oh, right. From 2000, and they came here from the Luxor. Yes, the, the, here meaning the Venetian. Correct. Right? Correct. Yes. I remember that. <laughs> in 2006 through 2012, we had Phantom. Yeah, yeah. I saw one of the last performances because mm -hmm. they they started selling tickets half price, mm -hmm. and I went there. In 2012, for a brief stint, we uh, uh, welcoming uh, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill with their That's new right. album. Yeah, I was working for a different McGraw Hill yes. at the time. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, and um, uh, uh, since. Uh, they've really had uh, unremarkable shows right now. They, I, I believe, they still have in the smaller theater size, uh, Human Nature, oh. uh, which is the um, uh, 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 the Australian uh, singing group. Oh, okay. Yes. And didn't they um, didn't they have other like like people like uh, the Judds or something like that? That mother daughter, and you can't tell which one's which. Uh, well, uh, much like the Tim McGraw and Faith yeah, Hill for, yeah, for, for yeah, uh, a very short residency. It was before they were weeks. called it residency. Yeah. 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 They were there just basically for a stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's kind of like, you, it's, it's like a way station for those who are, they're putting you out the pasture. Yeah. The, you're, you're an entertainer. Right. And the way station is, you know, here you are and there you go. We also had, if you remember, uh, uh Andre Philippe Gagnon. Yes. Uh, was that who it was? Yes. And, and of course... Um, uh, the other guy, Edie Gourmet's husband. 
Oh, Robert Goulet. Robert Goulet yes. before he died. Yes, I don't know what happened again, you know, and of course yes. Goulet is, is now gone. Yeah, but Goulet, you remember, he was four-walling, meaning he was renting the building. They didn't, he wasn't, the hotel didn't hire him, but yes. he was renting the building and he wasn't selling, he didn't want us to sell his tickets. Correct. Because he wouldn't give us any money for it, right? right. I mean, Melinda would throw us quite a bit because yeah. her show was shit. Yeah. But anyhow, um, but Goulet says, I'm Robert Goulet. I don't need any help selling tickets. Okay. I mean, somebody came to the desk and, and asked for him. We sold it to him. Boy, but, he, boy he did <laughs> need help. And then he he tanked yeah. because he was there and hardly he's singing his guts out yeah. to an empty. Uh, not even making rent on it. I know, I know. And you know, I, I, it, you know, he was a good performer. Yeah. You know, it just it, the, his generation didn't show up for it. Yeah. And back, uh, Melinda was with Lance Burton back then. Originally, see, she had started out as Lance Burton's assistant. Right. And then they got married. And then she got a boob job. Right. And then she she got her own gig where she started to do. I mean, you know, I mean, Lance Burton was a t- was a talented and skilled magician. And he he, he primarily performed at Monte Carlo. At Monte Carlo, yes. and he did a classic old time magic show where he did both sleight of hand for stage and he did the illusions. Right. Well, Melinda, you know, the illusions pretty much. I mean, it's choreography. So a lot of that is we we call the you know we call the assistants box jumpers because that's usually what they do they just jump out of a box. Mm-hmm. So there really isn't a great deal of 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 technical skill. Yeah. There's like I said, it's choreography and acting and that sort of you know performance. So she got her own illusions and put on her own show. Right. Yeah. Right. And she you know I I, I still have a an autographed picture of her. By oh. The way. Yes. Um, uh, and she was good. I yeah. mean, she was good for what it was. If you, it was a, you know, a second tier. Yeah. Go have some fun. Yeah. And and a you know pretty girl up on stage. And the problem was it was seventy five dollars a ticket back then. Yeah. It was an expensive Too ticket, much. and yeah. it was Venetian, and people would complain because yeah. of that. Even yeah. though, and I think we got like our desk got like twenty five dollars yeah. a ticket. Yeah. And with whom did they complain? Us, us. us. That's what we were. We we were a a waste depository we department. That's yeah. what they should have put on. They should have just put a, an, an icon of a toilet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> come crap in the ears here. That's just um, bring your shit here. So here's a, a brief little history of Venetian in film. Okay. In 2001, the Venetian. I remember this very clearly. Yes. Uh, Rat race. Rat race. I still yes. got a copy of the script. They left it on the desk. I oh, didn't yeah? steal it, but oh, they yeah. left a copy of the script f- that they filmed there. Yes. And they had our desk taped off. And yes. Uh, and uh, uh, not a good film. No, no I didn't really yeah. see it. It was too yeah. bad. It had a good yeah. cast. It I know was, it had it was okay, Rowan Atkinson. You know? I think John Cleese. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think I saw it. It was um, uh, they they filmed right in front of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah right that's right. And I think yeah. it was supposed to have been kind of like a modern day Mad 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 World, yes. which is a great movie. Yeah, oh yeah, that is a classic from the of of the you know the uh, the ensemble cast yeah. of, of guys that had little that's scenes the 60s. in there. That's the 60s. 60s for, yeah. for the time that movie came out, it was hilarious. It was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. Yep, yep. Um, uh, and uh, uh, think of, of note, they they uh, copied our rooms, our suites at yeah. the Venetian, which were notable back then. They're still okay now. Uh, and uh, it looks like they're there, but they actually copied them and built them on a soundstage in Canada. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that was 2001. 2005, we, missed, uh, we, we uh, enjoyed Miss Congeniality. 
Oh. Yes. You, you know Go what ahead. else they did, if I remember? They also did a Sylvester Stallone movie, Get Carter. Get Carter, yes. Most of it was filmed downtown. Yeah. But I remember having the deal with somebody wanting the... It, was, it wasn't real, but it was a gun they had to put in a hotel safe. Right. Because it was a, it was a prop. Prop, yeah. And they had to use it. But they, they did some of that filming... At the at the Venetian for that. They correct. also did a CSI episode. Yes, I remember correct. that because I asked him, I says, hey, I'm just saying, if um, I said CSI, I mean, I hadn't seen the show because, you know, I, I really don't watch TV, but I'd heard of it. Mm-hmm. There's a murder in the hotel. I'm just saying, if you need somebody to be the murderer, I volunteer. <laughs> Murdered the guest, it was me. <laughs> or the concierge. I'm just saying, put it in your story. Yes. They didn't listen um, to me. And uh, we were also, in 2005, we were in a show called, and I've seen this actually a couple of times, it's called Megastructures. Oh, And it's okay. about the building of large, yeah. you know, things. Well, they did a History Channel, I think it was History Channel or Learning Channel mm-hmm. uh, uh, documentary on the building of the Venetian. They yep. didn't interview you or me, but they did interview our colleague Danny. Yes, yes. Remember, she was on there yeah, for, uh, yeah, Daniela was on there, and briefly, you know, I think Nicole uh-huh. uh, Tagliati, our, yeah. our manager right. at the time, she was on there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly on the list is 2013, <laughs> uh, the Venetian was the, the home base for What Not to Wear. Hmm. I know nothing about the show. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Never heard of it yeah. myself. Right? Uh, is that right? Okay, John. Now, now try to remember. There was also a trivia question. I remember the, um, mm-hmm. the producers of a, of a quiz show. It wasn't Jeopardy, but yeah. it was like Jeopardy. Right. And they had called to verify that we had the largest standard room, excuse me, suite in the world. Yes. And I said, well, there is a plaque that says so <laughs> back of the house. I'm just telling you what, what, you know, what they say. And then I got, yeah. I got scolded for that because I didn't immediately transfer the call to their public relations people. Yes. Because I answered the guy's question because yeah. that's what I'm there for. Yeah, the plaque. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, there was a plaque. And there was a, there were, uh, people always ask about the, the, this is sort of the section here, secrets. Yeah. Um, uh, about the plaque for the, uh, the, the rat, rat pack, pack, the copa room. Lounge, yeah, the yeah, copa yeah, room. Yeah. That, <laughs> It never really existed. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. For a time during our tenure there, they they kind of glued something there that this was because so many people asked. Yeah, and it was wrong. And it was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It was not it was they, they glued it to where they could glue it. Yeah. And it wasn't where it was. Yeah. 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 But uh uh, uh there were some secrets about that. There was a secret stairway off of the elevators that you could uh get to the back of the building. Yeah. But you could also get locked in yeah. the stairwell yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah, that if you was nasty. Careful. Remember, we had a, they they moved our our telecom for a spell, but while they were yes. they were doing some construction, and we had to go up those back stairs. Yes, and it was you could easily get locked in there if you didn't know which way you were going, at, and yeah. at, at which time you would have to go all the way down the stairs, yeah. all the way outside to Las Vegas Boulevard, and, and all the way back the, into yep, the front of the yep, building. Yep, that was fun. Yeah, and we laughed at people when they when they did. Uh, now, uh, the one thing most notably not mentioned on our list, what, what do you think? Well, uh, how many bomb scares did we have? There were people calling in bombs. Uh, remember they actually, I mean, I it, was it forced happened, outside three times. It, 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 it happened so often that they actually had a laminated card in the, remember that in the <laughs> yeah. telecom yeah, what to, to go do. over the questions. <laughs> right. right? And, yeah. and then I, I called in the bogus one to our colleague cause I knew he was going to answer the phone. The last one I remember was done by a kid. Okay. Uh, that that emptied the building. I I was I was emptied along with all the rest of the staff three times. Really? Yeah. I don't think you know. All we ever knew was one time, Mister Adelson called to see 
But he was calling to see if the building was still there. Yeah. He wanted to make sure everybody was safe. Uh-huh. No, he didn't. He didn't give a shit. He wanted to make sure his <laughs> building was still there. Did anything go off? Yeah. Because right. he, he had it insured anyway. He wanted to make sure the premium was paid yeah, up. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. The bomb scares. Yeah. Um, uh, no, the, what's not mentioned, yeah. and it's probably the, 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 the biggest secret everybody knows, is the gondolas. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't been here at the uh, in Las Vegas and gone to the Venetian on the second floor in the Grand Canal shops, they have a canal. Yeah, uh, and it flows through the shopping area. It's actually quite beautiful. It's it's, it's it lovely. Is nice. It's yeah. pretty. And but they, it is a shopping center. It's a shopping center. A very expensive shopping center. Yeah. Uh, and they have flowing through uh, that can take guests are gondolas with singing gondoliers. Yeah. Now, for the longest time, um, we knew. That the gondolas had motors. Yeah. And people wondered why they had motors. Well, there's two reasons why they had motors. One of which was to more efficiently move the gondolas to one end or the other or into their repair area. And the second reason John and I both all, all, all knew too well is because in Las Vegas, our, our, a lot of our patronage tend to be quite heavy. Yeah, they sank the damn and thing. And they sank yeah. the gondolas. And, yeah. and then the, the poor gondoliers who were yeah. actually controlling it yeah. uh, couldn't push it. Yeah. And so they turned on the yeah. motor. You know, I would get the question sometimes that the gondoliers, are they actually from Venice? And I would say, yes, they're from Venice. California. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because right. yeah. they were, I mean, they were just actors. I mean, there was one yeah. guy, he, I mean, where have I seen you before? Well, he, he did the yodeling or something at the, at the, uh, at the Excalibur. You know? Right, right. <laughs> he was a, yeah, he was. But I have to give them all the credit in the world because not only are they dealing with the public, yep. they're pushing a boat yeah. and singing. And they had this thing. And the thing was, they had to do the accent. They yeah. had to speak with the Italian accent. Yeah. Um, and they had to be in character even on their lunch break. I know. I mean, oh, one of the guys, guys would just whisper to me basically in his natural voice yeah. because otherwise, you know, they had the name, they all had to have the Italian name, which wasn't theirs because, you know, uh, Ernie just doesn't, this doesn't cut it, you know, right, right. it's got to be Ernesto or it's got to be, you know, Giuseppe or something like that. Yeah. Now, another secret people always used to ask me, they, they thought that we ate the food from the restaurants. We'd go to the restaurants every day. That's not yeah, true. No. However, I have to say, the Venetian, for most of the time we were there, uh, they, they the, the staff went to an EDR, which is the employee dining room, Yeah. Uh, and, we, and our food was fresh. It was not, you know, scraped off the buffet from no. the people. In fact, actually, the, the stuff that was scraped off the buffet, mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't have the, oh, we had the dinners, right? I mean, they had, they had conferences. Yes. So they would have a conference, which, which was a nice dinner. Right. And if you timed it right, <laughs> you could get one of those that was left over. Yes. I mean, it wasn't like it was eaten. It was not touched, right? I mean, they yeah. just had, they expected 500 people and they got 460. Right. So they had 40 left over. Usually the desserts, those were yes. the good ones. Yes. And that's absolutely true. Yeah. Now, I don't know if they were being nice to us in, in the beginning cooking us fresh food or because we didn't have a buffet yeah uh nothing to draw from yeah. and most of the rest well not most 50 percent of the restaurants were like you said um they were renting space like delmonico yeah. they weren't owned by the venetians so we couldn't take their food um but uh so no we did not eat at uh, we, we did we were invited to eat at the restaurants so we could speak intelligently on them, yeah, about them. But uh, no, we 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 didn't. Uh, we were no. Not occasionally, like a that. few of the restaurants gave us a free dinner there once, once, right, and right. that was yeah. I remember Postrio, which was Wolfgang Puck, yeah. uh, Canaletto, which was owned by uh, the uh, Il Fornaio group, Il Fornaio, yeah. yeah, that was two. 
I got one from uh, at that time Star Canyon. Yeah, and and um, and Zeffirino. Yes. Now, as far as I know, of, of those restaurants, only Canaletto is still there. Canaletto is still there. Still there, but Postrio yes. moved out. Yes, they're gone. Uh, yeah. Zeffirino moved out. That's now Smith and Walensky's location. Yes. And yeah. uh, Star Canyon's gone too. I At think, the time, Zeffirino was outstanding. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. They had the best pesto. Oh yeah. What did you expect? They're they're, they're Genovese. So. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, oh yeah, Star Canyon left many many years ago. Yeah, and what I understood was Stephen Piles, who owned it. Yeah. He became the White House chef because of George W. Bush. Okay. Being in there, and he was from Texas. That's what I heard. Now I remember I forgot what hmm. replaced it or. Oh, but something it's else been it was, replaced several, a couple yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. They, they closed the there the, were, the Aquinox. Aquinox. That got closed yeah. too. Now that wasn't didn't go out of business because business was bad. Yeah, it went out because the Venetian pulled their their lease. Yeah, saying so we're going to want something else in here. So, and that was the other thing we had to yeah. deal with. If somebody had a problem with one of the restaurants, they didn't like something, they mm-hmm. came and complained to us. Well, sorry, but we don't own it. Yeah, you're gonna have to go to management there. Well, they told me to basically go go. Suck a fart out their ass. Okay, yeah. well, I tell you the same thing. Yeah, and they often told them to go talk to us, <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Right. All right, so that that is a a, a brief history yeah. of the Venetian. However, I to end uh, today's first season five episode. Yep. Um, we have two questions. Okay. Both of which are kind of controversial. Good. Which one? Do you, one's to me. One's to you. Which one do you want? Oh, let me hear yours first. Let me hear okay. how controversial is. Uh, this is from Jeffrey from Facebook. I yes. think Jeffrey asks us a lot of questions. Okay, good for Jeffrey. <laughs> I don't know if it's the same Jeffrey, but it's Jeffrey. Good. Jamie, is it true the phones are monitored in, and in parentheses bugged in the hotel? Jeffrey, yeah. I, 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 have, I have a comment on this one. Yes. Now, I cannot speak on the hotel phone, uh, speak about the hotel phones. Yeah. John mentioned earlier in this episode about being in telecom. Telecom is actually the departmental name for PBX or the operators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they are who control the phones. And so when you dial zero in your room, it goes to telecom. Yeah. Um, we were there in telecom, and to my knowledge and by my observation, I saw n- nothing that could tell me that they were listening in on the phones. Quite honestly, with that many rooms, that, that would be almost a Herculean task. Yeah, it would yeah, be yeah, impossible. It, it's kind of like the eye in the sky. Yeah. The eye in the sky really isn't there to watch the guests. It's there to watch us. Yes. And they did bug our concierge phone. Yes, and that's what I was going to say. Yes. Uh, I, I, uh, I can tell you, I can attest <laughs> with, with absolute certainty that they, that they did listen into our phone calls at, at our department, the concierge department. Um, and unfortunately, they did it inappropriately. They did it without telling us. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, you get in a huge amount of trouble if you, yeah. do, if you don't yeah. let people know. Uh, back then, not, not so much. They kind of skirted the issue. Uh, but they, they, they inappropriately listened into our phones because they wanted to make sure we were using the right verbiage and selling in the right restaurants and doing yeah. and so forth. Um, uh, I personally had a situation uh, that pretty much brought me down the pathway to leaving yeah. Uh, with that issue. Uh, and uh, I, you know, much like John and the rest of the staff that I started with, uh, it, it became almost impossible to work um, in that department um, because yeah. of the changes that happened. And the only way we found out was they had a problem with the phone and the guy from the phone company came to fix it. Yeah. And he mentioned it. Right. He said, well, you know, they can, li- you know, they listen. <laughs> no, we didn't know that. Yeah. 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 This line here, it goes all the way. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they bug your they monitor all your phone calls without so, telling you. So Jeffrey, 
Uh, feel free to stay at the Venetian. Use yeah. the phone. I don't believe they give a rat's ass about what you're saying on it. Yeah. Uh, but if you work for the Venetian, let me tell you. Yeah, but if you do call down to the concierge desk, yeah, yeah they, they might be listening you know, to that call. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Well, here's yours, John. All right. Jameson from okay. Twitter. Yeah. Um, John. Yeah. Did de- guests ever ask you to do illegal things? Yes. Well, did they? I mean, I got to think about it. In more, I mean, here, of course, prostitution is legal uh, to a point, right? I mean, I could, I could send them to the brothel. They're just looking for girls. Um, yeah, I could just send them to the, to the Oculus Lounge. They'll be yeah. there and they'll find you, right? Yeah. I mean, I could give them that direction. Sure. Um, we did arrange for escorts now and then. Again, it comes out of the phone book, right? Um, other than that, did anybody, nobody asked me for drugs. Oh, one guy did. One guy asked me, are, are you the guy I talked to about scoring doobage? That was his words. He scoring doobage. And it was like, no, go see Jerome over on MLK Boulevard. Right. I said, no, man, we, we can't handle it. This was long, long before anything was legal here. I couldn't right. even send him to a dispensary. So, so that was one request that I ever got for anything that was illegal. I got. I, I can count on on one hand the number of times that somebody asked me for drugs. Yeah. And and um, that's funny you say about the escorts. Uh, <laughs> I had a little issue. I think we've yeah. talked about that yeah. in the previous episode. Yeah. Um, uh, never never hand the phone book uh, on the escort page to a guest. Yeah. Uh, you'll get in trouble. Um, but uh, I probably. Four times, three yeah. times, they asked me for, and it was never anything hard. It was hard, like heroin or coke. Um, it was, it was always marijuana. Yeah, and I, I, I you know, I would always kind of shake my head. I said, "No, there's nothing I can do to help you there." Uh, you know, cab and limo drivers. You know, they can yeah. maybe point you in the right direction. Yeah, and I got to ask, like I said, it wasn't illegal, but things that were, you know, I don't want to call it kinky or yeah. group sex. Yeah, they wanted group sex. We told them about the Red Rooster, uh-huh. which was the club, and yeah. that's consenting adults. Yeah. And I can give you kind of directions or how to get in contact with these people. Yeah, you know, and that yeah. was a that was a I think that was a an, an undefined area. Yeah, you know that the corporation didn't really you know the Red Rooster and, and Green Door. Yeah, uh, were swingers clubs. Yeah, yeah. And technically speaking, they were legitimate. You know, uh, yeah, uh, gainfully yeah. employed yeah. businesses. Yeah. Um, but even even the brothels, you know, yeah. we, I got scolded one time about about. Well, I said the guy came up asking. I wasn't. He didn't say like, well, "Gee, what should I do?" It's Saturday night. I say, "Hey, go to the whorehouse." I didn't say anything like that, right? <laughs> he came in there asking. It was a Japanese guy, yeah, oh, right? Yeah. And I'm going over the different names, and then I had to call to arrange so he can go out there. So yeah. I said, yeah, "I'm just doing what I'm paid to do." Yeah, we did what were called teddy bear runs all the time. We yeah. sent him out there. We didn't do anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, most of the time when people ask me about the brothels. Um, we're going out there at, for the novelty of it. They wanted a shot glass or a yeah, T-shirt, yeah. or you know, and uh, because uh, but they had some, they still have some great ones out there. But yeah, they were called teddy bear runs, um, uh, chicken ranch, uh, Sherry's, yeah, the uh, uh, cherry patch, cherry patch, Bertha's whorehouse. That yes. was the only one they actually used whore. Yeah. Um. Uh. In fact, I think that Bertha's is gone. I think. Mm. Uh, Sherry's is still there. Sherry's yeah, actually Sherry's. has a PGA golf course. Oh. Yeah. That's nice, uh, right? <laughs> but Pahrump is now <laughs> low, uh, in one. <laughs> now a great place to go if you want to uh, get out of the city and yeah. enjoy uh, uh, wineries. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, those things weren't the other thing. Remember, um, somebody wanted tickets to see Doctor Naughty, who's a, a stage hypnotist. There's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah. Another thing I got scolded about, like, well, because they knew that I knew people in the industry, uh-huh. and I had we had a mutual friend, right? 
Dr. Naughty and I had, I never met Dr. Naughty, but I did know we had a mutual friend, okay. you know, so that was something else okay. that, you know, uh, we got, you know, they, they seem to always think people wanted something squeaky clean, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I did get asked for Viagra. That was another thing. And I was able <laughs> nice. to, yes, Japanese guests coming in wanting Viagra. Okay. And, and I knew a doctor. I mean, I, I, you know, one of the local Dr. Feelgoods and he would, sure. he was a Japanese guy uh-huh. and he would, he could speak Japanese and I would, I'd call him up and I'd say, I got a guy wanting Viagra. Okay. And he said, let me talk to him. And they would, and I hear the other guy just, I hear one side of the phone conversation. Uh-huh. I hear the, I hear the Japanese guy saying, hi, hi, um, so this, nay, hi, saying yes, yes. Okay. Then give the phone back to the concierge. He said, okay, tell him to pick it up at the, you know, the Walgreens right there. Huh. So he would just issue the, the prescription for Viagra. Yeah. Or the phone. So, you know. Most of the time, you know, uh, concierge is definitely not the concierge you see in movies, as, yeah. we, as, we, as, we, as we have stated many times. But most of the time, it wasn't illegal things. It was things we couldn't do as, as, as simple as having getting candles. Yeah. Candles weren't allowed in the building. Right, right. You know, and... Um, now, one time, Stanley had a guy who was, had a, you know, he had the black uh, AMX card. Yeah. And they got a, a nude model... That they could stretch out at, I think it was Pinot, uh, um, uh, Pinot Brasserie, Pinot Brasserie yeah. that was there at the time in the back room. Uh-huh. They had her spread out there and they put sushi on her or something like that. Okay. I didn't see it. I heard about it. But I remember okay. he arranged that. He was telling me about it. Yeah. So that was something. I mean, that actually, I think, might violate the food code because you have, you know, you're putting... Yeah. food in and and uh, uncovered body or something yeah, like that yeah. but but yeah that was especially especially now yeah yeah especially uh, now. but uh but uh well jameson that was it uh, you know not a lot of illegal activity no not and a it, lot of fun that's what the job was yeah, it was dull it's, it's job yeah, yeah it's a job uh but uh well we hope you enjoyed this um uh that was our alma mater the history of uh, the Venetian, a little bit of the history, not 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 complete. Yeah. Um, but uh, please fact check us if we got anything wrong. Let us know. We'll be glad to look it up and uh, get the get the uh, skinny for you. Um, and also, please let us know as uh, we're going to keep going with this series. And please let us know which one you'd like the history of, uh, and and we will be glad to get all the information that we can including current information, what's going on, and uh, or if it's gone, where is it gone, and how'd it go. Uh, but let us know all the properties you'd like the information on and uh, send it to us uh, uh, on Twitter, Facebook, uh, uh, email. Uh, just let us know, and we'll be glad to do that. But uh, uh, welcome to 2021. Yep, and a farewell to uh, Siegfried. Oh, farewell to Siegfried. Unfortunately, yes, Siegfried absolutely. and Roy uh, dying yeah. nine, nine months apart. Yeah. Um, so there's an end of that era. Yeah. 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 And, and hopefully they're, they're whatever heaven they get to go to, the cats are there waiting for them. And, yeah. and, uh, and I think it's great. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. I, I hope someone, it's my personal hope that someone maybe reprises that. Not, not, you can't copy them, but maybe, you know, maybe a, a duo uh, ma- magic team, you know, uh, somehow gets going with that. And when we have shows again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, People but, will be wanting that. Yeah. And I hope again, there's more variety than just yeah. a, another variation of Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, it's, it's great for what it is, but can we try something else? Yeah, I think no. so. And, and I think there's so many entertainers out there that could give us that, that they just need a chance. Uh, so good luck to them. Good luck to everybody with uh, 2021. Uh, you know, yesterday was, uh, was a big day for our country. 
um, hopefully we can um, you know start to stabilize and we can get the virus and the money flowing and uh, Las Vegas can can once again yeah uh, make some yeah, plans. We need to get that virus yeah. under control. Uh, but uh, thanks for listening, John, and I'll see you very soon. John, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. This is Jamie, and uh, have a great day.